0: Welcome back. This is Melissa and we are recording, we? Who's we? Me, my alter ego, Baquita, and I are recording episode eight and I'm titling this one, Finding Your Fight. So let's jump right in. Before we talk about finding your fight though, We have to establish some ground rules, some base characteristics. Have you done the work that we talked about in the previous episodes? If this is the first one you're hearing, you can listen. But I'd go back and listen to all the others because I designed this or I had a vision talk a lot about vision. I had a vision of the beginning of this podcast laying the groundwork in which I came from. And when I say I, I mean the person I am today. You know, I'm listening to a different podcast. I finally jumped on the bandwagon and I'm addicted. I love it. If you are a network marketer, I love your virtual upline. Bob, I am now a fan. My sister has been telling me to listen to this for like a year, and I just now did. I'm stubborn, like so stubborn. Then again, I think this is episode eight, and I'm not sure if she's listened to any of my podcasts yet, so there we go, right? just turn it right back, sister, sister, we're the best. I love her. <laughs> oh, man, where the heck was I? So I was talking about Bob and the podcast because part of my personal development today, my business development that I did was his podcast. And he said this line probably, I don't know, a dozen times in the hour episode. And it wasn't until the end where I was just like, yes, like, yes. And it's this simple. You will never be any more or any less worthy than you are right now, than you are right now. So if you don't feel like you're worthy of good things, you won't fight. If you can't get honest about your truth and who you are and that that is what makes you you and that that is a beautiful thing, you won't fight if you don't know what is in that burning building if you don't know why you're fighting you won't fight if you are too focused on what other people are doing and you're not staying in your lane you won't fight if you don't know what happens when someone stops fighting and how awful that is you might not fight. If you don't accept the fact that you're fighting every day, no matter what hard you choose, you won't fight the good fight. If you are not pouring in the good stuff, if you are not filling your cup, if you are not focusing on the good that is inside of you, and that you are good, you won't fight. If you take yourself down a dark path of depression or anxiety or any other disorder, telling yourself that you're the only one and no one could possibly understand how hard it is for you, you won't fight. Do you understand that if you don't fix all of these things, if you don't focus on all of those things, that's every single episode we've talked about so far. If you don't do the work there, if you don't lay that groundwork, then there's not a whole lot to fight for. Do you see what I'm saying? Like we have to build you up to where you think you're worth fighting for. And I'll tell you this, if you're ready to fight and you're just not there yet, Then you need to take it back to episode three, finding your why. And you need to figure out what is in that burning building that you will fight for. I'll be honest with you guys. The first couple years of my journey, I didn't fight for me. I didn't because I was still doing that work. So you can do that work and fight, but you have to at least do some of it, Right? You have to go back and find the minimum that you need in order to step into the ring. I'm not a fighter. A physical fighter, that is. (laughs) Funny story. (laughs) I've only been in one fight ever in my entire life, and it was with my absolute best friend. We were wasted, by the way. And it was in the backseat of a car. She, I don't know, was mad, drunk and mad, and started hitting me, and I punched her hard. <laughs> like, she, her jaw was messed up for a while. She had a little bit of a black eye, um, and that's probably, like, the only swing, the only contact that I've ever made with anybody physically ever, it was my best friend. She started it, by the way. And then a police officer pulled us out of the back seat and then gave us a drunk in public. And Melinda and I went to the thing and we were like, listen, we weren't in public. We were drunk in the back seat of a car. And then the officer pulled us out into public. <laughs> guys, guys don't worry take it from me I give great advice um so that was my former life remember guys hashtag reasons why I'm sober (laughs) oh fuck that's so funny we were just talking about that this weekend and I said to her because I was like I've never been in a fight and she said oh yes you have like you hit me like you hit me hard and I was like oh yeah she was like, yeah. and I was like, sweet. That's my only fight that I've ever been in. <laughs> so there's that, okay? Funny story to kick this off. However, if you put my back against the wall, you better back the fuck up quick because I'm gonna come out swinging. I am stubborn. I'm stubborn as fuck, but I think it goes beyond that. Is that I've been fighting in my head My whole life, like my whole life, I can remember this just constant battle in my brain with wanting to do good things and then telling myself I'm a piece of fucking shit, right? And it didn't add up. And you know, when we're talking last week, I think there's something that I left out there. It's that, remember when we talked about the front of the paper and the back of the paper and putting on the front of the paper our struggles and putting on the back of the paper are strengths. What I need you to do is figure out how you can turn everything on the front of that paper into something on the back. You have to give all of those things a strength inside you because they are you. And you will never fight for you if you don't believe in you and you don't love yourself you have to at least a little bit you have to at least accept yourself because it's hard it's gonna be hard it's gonna continue to be hard and I need you to fight and I need you to show up guys I have had signs like crazy I'm doing this 100 Days to Brave, Annie Sloan I believe, in my Club 100 group and every day I read the daily scripture and then there's a little thing and then I add Melissa to it because that's me and it's all been talking about change, change, things hurting, change. Even the podcast I listened to today was all about change. And I was like, oh, good gracious, what is coming? What is coming? Because change to me means struggle. But I've also come to learn that change means growth. And growth fucking hurts, y'all. We talk about this. So I'm embracing whatever season of change is coming. And I know that whatever it is, I'll be ready for it. And even if I'm not ready, I will continue to get up and move forward. And this kind of goes back to that episode about choosing your hard, guys. Because when you accept that it's hard either way, the fight gets a little bit easier. The fight gets a little bit easier because you know that This fight can lead to victory, to such sweet victory that you've been telling yourself that you can't have for whatever reason, for however long, and we're done with it. Promise me you're either fighting to move forward or you're fighting to stay the same. I need you to think about it that way. Because if you resist fighting forward, if you resist fighting against whatever it is, then you are fighting to stay the way you are right now. You're fighting to keep your life just as it is right now. And we don't want that. We don't understand that a lot of the time. I told you guys, about Kirk, and everyone has their own fight, guys, everyone has a fight. What happens if someone who is fighting cancer stops fighting cancer? I mean, like, not that they, I'm doing air quotes, lose their fight, because I don't think they fucking lose, but if they just stop fighting, or if they decide not to fight at all, what will happen? We know Nothing good, right? So yet, the small fights, the fights to get out of bed, the fights to be consistent, the fights to do the growth, the fights to get out of your comfort zone, the fight to to have the hard talk, to show up, to ask for their promotion, to quit the job, to start the business, to expose the lies, to share your truth. It all takes bravery. We don't find bravery. Do you know how you become brave? You just start doing fucking hard things. That is it y'all. You just put one foot in front of the other and go. Now I'm going to take you to the movie Rocky. True story. My husband would always put it on a TV. If it was on, he would turn it on and I'd be Stop that. I don't want to watch that. I don't like Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I actually said that. Do you know that I share his story all the time? I listened to one of our, we have weekly training calls across the nation in our business. And I was listening to one call and a coach who I love is actually in one of the workout videos with Shanti. Super cool. She was hosting this call, and she talked about how our business is like the movie Rocky. And then she goes in to tell his story, and she talks a little bit about the movie, and I was thinking, oh, man, fuck. Like, I'm so stubborn, right? I don't want to admit that, oh, I didn't even give him a chance, but remember, I used to be super judgy and like very, very fixed mindset, closed-minded, all of it, all of it, guys, So I told Mark I wanted to watch the Rocky series. Boing! He was, like, so excited. Like, for the next, like, I swear, we watched one a day or one a week. I don't even remember. But we watched Rocky for, like, the next two months. And my husband was so happy all the time. And now anytime it's on, I put it on. Or when I was pregnant with Cora and I would not want to work out or not want to push play. But I promised myself before I got pregnant, I made a promise to myself that if I could, I would, because I have been in this situation where I know that exercise is a fucking privilege, y'all. It is not a punishment because it was taken away. I was told that I can't, and it could have been a whole lot fucking worse. So I look at it differently. Anyways, when I didn't want, on the days where I really, really didn't want to work out, I would watch Rocky. (laughs) I would watch one of the Rocky movies to motivate myself to work out. And let me tell you, I was not working out like Rocky, especially in the end when I got the SPD, which is awful. It's symphysis pubis dysfunction, and it's the devil. But... She talked about Rocky in the series. So in in the first Rocky movie, he gets this crazy opportunity, right? Something that someone in his standings would not normally get the opportunity to do. And instead of talking himself out of it or telling himself that he's not good enough or he's not experienced enough or he's not this or he's not that, he was like, what the heck? He didn't get some expensive trainer. He didn't go to some crazy gym. Y'all, he ran the streets of Philly at 4 a.m. Every single fucking day. He did the things. He did the hard things. Over and over and over. The things that will actually... So for me, the things that will move my business forward. Are you actually doing the things if I'm talking about it like this? Am I actually doing the things or am I scrolling social media and telling myself I'm working? Right? If you work a business on your phone, like, let's all be honest. We've all been there. So are you actually doing the daily activities or are you doing other things and telling yourself you can't do it? or telling yourself that you suck at it, or telling yourself that it's not for you, but you didn't actually even give yourself the opportunity because you're not doing the things. Are you training to fight, or are you making excuses to not get in the ring? You've got to figure that out. Because when you step in that ring, oh, girlfriend, it is game fucking on. Because the other opponent is life, and it doesn't fucking care. It's coming at you full blazes are you willing to stand are you willing to fight are you able to stand your ground are you doing the things i feel like i counted myself out my whole life like the first person to take me out of the game was me and that had to change Because that's your first mistake if you're there. Because if you keep taking yourself out of the game, you're not going to have confidence in your fighting abilities. You're not going to fight for it. But for me, it went a different direction. For me, I got so sick of proving myself right. I got so sick of being right about the things that I thought about myself. Because whatever you think about yourself, whatever you tell yourself, that becomes your reality, right? So I was assuming that all of the people in my life were also thinking these things about me. And I wanted to prove them wrong. I don't know if I really wanted to prove them wrong or if I wanted to prove me wrong, but I was just fucking sick of hating my life. Like, have you, have you been there? Or I was sick of letting myself down. And I thought, ugh, what would happen if I just got out of my own way. Because I think in order to fight, you have to get out of your own way. You have to get out of your head. Guys, this is all just, you know, you've got to take this one step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. So I'm gonna continue on with this Rocky theme because it's got something here. I think it's got something for everybody. And for all of my coaches listening, that was the national wake up call with Danielle Natoni in January of, I want to say 2016, but possibly 2015. So Rocky gains some success some fame and then he starts training in a fancy gym and he's got photo ops in his training while he's training and he's you know taking pictures and doing stuff and he ain't running the streets affiliate 4 a.m anymore y'all and guess what motherfucker loses gets his ass beat because he wasn't doing the things he was coasting And life like I told you was waiting for him in that ring and it doesn't take any shit it doesn't it is gonna show up 100% regardless so you need to bring your a game every day I need you to think about whatever it is whatever the battle is that you're fighting right whatever you're looking to conquer I need you to put You're back against the wall. I need you to get desperate, right? I feel like we only do the big things when we feel like we have no other choice, or we have trained ourselves to do them. So either you've trained yourself with the habits to do the things, you just have to fucking do them. You know, this December, 2019, at the time of recording, we are coming up on four years since my car accident. Four years since I went into a windshield, broke my neck, and started my fight with pain. So let's talk about that, right? what were my options because now my reality is pain there's no getting around that there's no way to sugarcoat it it's a part of my life so do you do i push past it and still do the things or do i let that become my excuse and my limitation and don't hear me wrong here i know there are some things that you can't just push through, but you can mentally. Physical limitations may be physical limitations, but your mind is more powerful than your body. You can retrain your brain. You can change, uh, what's it called, neuroplasticity, where you can actually change your brain by the way you think that is how you can always fight is the things that you tell yourself do you keep trying guys i tried everything they told me to if they said i couldn't work out i didn't work out if they told me that i couldn't do stuff with weights i didn't do weights if they told me i needed shots in my back i got fucking shots in my back every month for three years. I am coming up on 11 months injection free. Like I can't even. But I had to fight to get there. That was three years of fighting. That was three years of going to appointments, appointment after appointment after appointment. And you know what everybody told me? You're doing all the things. Okay, great. So what? I just do all of these things and just deal with this for the rest of my life? Yo, I don't know if you struggle with like an autoimmune disorder or chronic issues, but the mental mind fuck alone can stop you. From doing the things it can totally derail your life if you let it so you need to figure out what you're fighting against so who is your opponent in the ring because let's be honest guys it's not just life it's something what are you fighting against is it alcoholism is it addiction is it bipolar is it depression anxiety is it Crohn's lupus diabetes Cancer, what is in your ring with you? Do you have it? Can you see it? Are you looking at your opponent right now? And let me ask you this, who do you want to win? Seriously, who do you want to be the victor? You or your opponent? If you said your opponent, I'm gonna need you to seek some help. Like maybe some professional help because that scares me a little. You know yourself. Is it scary or are you just in a really bad fucking place? Maybe try again tomorrow. Let's catch back then. So I fight a lot of things in this ring, right? I'll, I'll throw them all out there. My alcoholism. There are days and times where I don't wanna be sober. Or my brain tries to tell me, girl, it's been four and a half years. You fucking got this. You can have one and that be it. But I know different. But I ask myself, like, who do I want to win here? If the disease wins, what do I lose? If your opponent wins, what do you lose? Have you even thought about it? Do you lose yourself? Do you lose your will to live? I'm not trying to be dramatic, but if you're, do you lose your freedom? I mean, if your opponent is anxiety and you just don't fight anymore and you give up, I mean, oh. I know where that leads, guys. I know where that leads and I don't want to see any of you up on a bridge at any point in time in your life. Because I know what happens if you really and truly give up the fight, because if you give up the fight, the fight will take over in your brain and it will tell you things that are not true. And it will tell you that the only option is end game. If there are ever voices in your head telling you that or telling you to give up, tell them to shut the fuck up. And call a friend so going back to my back or talking about my sobriety I do the things all the time I do the things that I need to do in order to stay sober in order to make it through the days because I know if I don't the disease wins or the pain wins and then I become That person. And I was someone who was riddled by pain. It looked differently. It was different. It was a different kind of pain. But I was someone who was overtaken with pain and guilt and hate and depression. And it was all kicking my ass. But even when it was kicking my ass, I still refuse to give up. I don't wish what I went through on any of you. And if you've been there, I'm so sorry. But it really gave me that piece of the reality that my brain doesn't want me to know that I matter, that it's not true, that people do need me, that my life has potential. Look at everything that I've done. That all came from ashes. Ashes that I fucking burned. I burned every bridge I've walked on, I feel like, in my life. And now I'm standing on mountaintops and oceans, linked arms with women who love me, who respect me, and who encourage me to be me, no matter what that looks like. Do you understand how full circle that is? That I'm now surrounded by people who embrace me to be me, and I spent over a decade hating that person, like hating her hard. Core, There's hope for y'all. I need you to understand that only one of you can come out of that ring. Only one of you will leave that ring. So who is it going to be? What is it going to be? You or your opponent? I'm serious. Fighting doesn't always look glamorous. It doesn't always look victorious. But it needs to be celebrated. This is something that, you know, I'm going to add on to this episode. But honestly, it, it could be an entire episode in itself. And we'll see where we go with it. But maybe I'll just cover the basis today. But if you're just so focused on getting through this fight or getting to the next goal and you're not celebrating all the process, all the progress that you're making, you're missing the boat. We do the things and we reward ourselves. We are establishing good habits here. We want to reward ourselves for the things that we do, for the tiny steps that we take, for the small steps that we take, so that we can prove to ourselves that we're doing the things, that we're fighting the fight, that we can win. It's like every round of boxing. You get three minutes, you get a break. Three minutes, you get a break. You might get the shit kicked out of you for three solid minutes, but after... You have to celebrate the fact that you walked away. You walked back to your corner. You made it. You are still standing. You have to celebrate that or you will not be able to go back in the next struggle, the next fight, the next round. This is a constant thing. This is a never-ending cycle. And for those of us who deal with something to where we're fighting on a daily basis, Buckle up, buttercup, because this is your life. But you're still living it. And as hard as it is to fight, I need you to understand that. I need you to be grateful for the fact that you still have a fight in you. That you still have a life to fight for. And if you're in that situation, then all is not lost. You can pick up whatever pieces of your life and move on. Or you can glue them back together. Whatever you want to do. You need to stop calling yourself broken. You need to stop calling yourself weak. You need to appreciate the fact that you have survived every hard day. You have survived every shitty situation, every fight that you've ever been in, whether you won or lost, you survived. And if you haven't celebrated that yet, I need you to, I need you to at least acknowledge the fact that you are stronger than you give yourself credit for. I know I said win or lose earlier, but honestly, the only way you lose here is if you don't fight. You don't have to be a good fighter. You don't have to be a skilled fighter. You don't even have to be a strong fighter. All you have to do is stay in the ring. All you have to do is be able to take the hits. My husband made me a tank top for my team tank. I freaking love it. And it's totally, you know, totally, I think my mantra, my motto, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but it is not, again, it's from Rocky, it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep standing and keep moving and stay standing. It is not about the power of the swing. It is about the power of The stance. So maybe fighting looks like just staying grounded, doing the things. You know, I know you want it to look glamorous and be this big thing. But maybe it's just the mundane fights that you have on a daily basis. You're not going to get any medal or applause at the end. I'm sorry. It's not like that. You get to live. And if you stay standing, if you keep fighting, then my hope is that you get to live the better life, the stronger life, that it's molding you into who you need to be. Maybe it's a really shitty situation that is molding you into who you need to be. And again, you're not going to go into that ring swinging. But I need you to just be able to take the hits and stay standing. I know it's not going to feel like you're winning or that you're even doing anything remotely positive, but you are. I promise. I promise. So you can strap on your gear, all of these tools, you can get in the ring, and you can give it your all. You have the choice. It takes This is another point, a totally different way to look at it. But again, it goes back to that choosing your heart. It takes the same amount of energy to hit someone else to throw the punch as it does to take it. So do you want to be the one swinging or do you be the one just kind of taking the blow? Because regardless, both of those things are happening in that ring. So you have the choice on who you want to be. And maybe one round, you go in there swinging. You are so just fired up, right? You are, "Mm, right? And then maybe the next round, you take the hits. It doesn't always look the same. The fight won't always look the same. You will have rounds where... You have more points, you have more stamina, more motivation. But you still come out of that ring the same, regardless. And you've still got to go back in it. So you need to figure out what you need to do to get from one round to the next. Now I want to talk to you guys about who's in the seats, who is watching this fight. Because I don't know about you, but I am definitely more inclined to fight for others than I am for myself. I'm working on it. I'm getting better every day at loving me and knowing that I'm worthy right now in this moment and that I always have been worthy, but it is just in my nature. My love language is acts of service. I'm a servant. I like serving others. It makes me feel good. That's why I have a freaking podcast because it wasn't enough just to help the people who are in my groups. I wanted to be able to offer something that anyone can have and take and improve their lives with. That's truly my mission. And do you know how I got there? Because I kept getting in that fucking ring because I kept battling all my fights, and I got to the point where I am okay with them. You have to accept the fight that you're in or you'll never win. We need to know who we're fighting for or what we're fighting for if it's a bigger picture because we've given up on ourselves before. We talked about this. It's so easy to break a promise to yourself. But if you're thinking about the impact that you will leave on your children or the impact that you can have on your community or that the impact that you can make on a fucking awful disease that may be taking your life, you can still do some good with that. You can still do so much with the shit that you're given. But you have to know why. Especially if it's something like that where you know the end is in store for you. Let's be honest, guys. The end is in store for all of us. And you don't know when someone battling cancer could outlive me. Because you don't know what could happen tomorrow. How many healthy people just gone? There are people in hospice. They're still fighting. I'm not saying that the people gone did gave up the fight, but I'm saying that you can't predict when your number is called. And if you're not fighting every day to live a better life, to leave a legacy, to be an example for others, then what are you doing? Wallowing in your self-pity because you got dealt a shitty hand? I'm sorry, but we already went over that. Life is pain the good and the bad, it all brings pain. Do you know why I connect with my audience in a way that others don't? Do you know why this podcast is so powerful? Because we can relate on one common concept, pain, pain and suffering. It is the one thing that unites us all. We don't all feel joy, we don't all feel success, but we all feel pain and suffering in our own way. It is the one universal thing that we struggle with. So who is sitting in the seats? What's out there? Is it creating awareness for a cause? Is it being a better mom? Is it leaving your babies? with hopes and dreams and a positive outlook and attitude on life? I don't know, but for me, what's in the seats, what's in that arena is first and foremost, my husband, who has pulled me off of that ring after I've been knocked the fuck out. He's my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, and I will always fight for him I would fight till my death for him so yeah I need him in that ring or in that arena whatever I get a little lost in my metaphors guys I need him there I need him in the seats watching I need to know that I'm doing this for him because I won't give up I won't lose I will keep fighting for him because he loved me when I didn't love myself. He loved me back to life. Literally, our wedding song is by Javier Colon, and it's called "Piece by Peace. You can listen to it, it's awesome, I love it, it's beautiful. Nobody had ever heard of it. He was a winner on The Voice, like the first or second season, but it still gives me chills. Because he did, he put me back together, piece by piece. And I'm forever grateful for him showing me what I couldn't see. Sometimes we need that. My kids are also in the arena. My girls are also watching me. Every time I get knocked up, they are looking at me to see what I will do. Did I just say get knocked up? Wow, Um, I definitely meant get knocked out. Ain't nobody getting knocked up over here. That's for damn sure. But my girls are there. A lot of the stuff that I fight on a daily basis is genetic, is hereditary. So there's a good chance that my girls are gonna get my issues. There's a good chance that one of my girls, maybe both, will be alcoholics. There is a good chance that one of my girls, maybe both, will suffer with anxiety and depression. There is a good chance that my girls are gonna struggle with the stuff I struggle with, which means I need to show them how we handle ourselves in the ring how we survive, how we thrive through it. That is in my audience, like that is in my arena. That is in my head. When something knocks me down, especially if it's one of those things, that's what I'm thinking to myself. Like, okay, what would you tell your girls to do? What would you want them to do? Because sometimes I don't care if I feel better. I'm just going to be honest. There are days where I'm like, fuck it. I just want to wallow. I just want to be in the pity or in the depression or I want to isolate myself from the anxiety. All of it, right? But then I think to myself, would you want your girls to do this? And I'm able to see a different side of it. Just like that paper. Those things that we wrote down. Those mean girl things that we say to ourselves that you would never say to another person. You've got to take it you've got to reverse it for the fight. Would you fight for them? Would you want them to fight? Because if you would tell them to keep fighting, then your ass better keep fighting too. They will do what we do more than what we say. So are you doing the things that you want your kids to do? Are you doing the things that you would want your loved ones to do your best friends who are in that who are in the seats and what would you tell them you need to turn that around say those things to yourself because often we don't build ourselves up we don't give ourselves enough credit that's why i have a job because i build people up i give them that belief in themselves that they don't have because i needed it I didn't have the belief in myself at first, but others believed in me so fiercely that I started to believe it too. You can change your brain. You can change the way you see the world, the way you see the fights, the way you see the victories. You can also change the world by what you do in this ring. And I need you to listen to me very carefully. Your gifts in this world are on the other side of the things that you fear the most. And they're probably in that ring with you. I need you to face them. I need you to tap in to your God-given potential because it's there and chances are you've been wasting that masterpiece for far too long. Do you know what else is in that arena for me? You, all of you listening to this podcast, every life that I will help and touch from here on out, every woman or man that I will help out of the darkness, they are in that arena or the potential to be in that arena. The seats waiting for those people. That's why I show up. That's why I fight. Because I needed someone to fight for me. And now I am the victor of my life because I've made myself the victor of my life. And I'm realizing that Every single fight that I lost, every single fight that I won, every single fight that was a draw was leading me to this place so that I can use all of that to help you get through it. To help you live a better life. My darkness has become a light and I shine it as bright as I fucking can. Because knowing that I could help someone or I could change a life or I could save a life will get my ass out of bed every day, every day. And you see, that's what I need, that's what you need. Because yeah, showing up for my husband and my girls looks a little different than it does showing up for the world knowing that what I do could have an impact beyond my life and my days. I want to leave a legacy. I want my voice to be carried across the nations. And I want people to know that they can be a hot mess and still have success in their lives, have an impact. Matter. Use all of that. Use everything that threw you down in that well to help others out of it. I found my gifts in the bottom of that fucking well. They were on the other side of all of the things that I feared. I feared myself. I feared who I was. I feared all of those things about me because I knew that if they were true and if they were accurate, then I was gonna be fighting for the rest of my life. And at that time, guys, I was sick of fucking fighting. I wasn't fighting for anything bigger. I wasn't fighting for anyone else. At that time, I was literally just fighting to stay alive, to survive. And what shifted that was you was the first person that I helped. When I saw the impact that I could have on their life, that I could help them learn to love themselves a little bit more, that I could help them reach a goal, that I could help them feel a little bit better, that I could help them with their anxiety or their depression or their sobriety or their pain, it gave it all a purpose. It put thousands of people in those seats And now it matters that I fight. It matters that I stay alive. It matters that I do so much more than just survive. It fucking matters that I'm thriving and that I'm sharing it all with all of you. Because if I'm gonna keep telling you how to get better, guess what, I've gotta continue to keep growing. And I'm not saying that that is the only way to do it, but that's what worked for me. And when I share this, I share what works for me. So maybe you start an accountability group, maybe you call up that accountability partner that you were supposed to get like six episodes ago, I don't know, and you do something. You figure out what it is that's gonna fill the arena. What is the bigger purpose? What is your mission? Have you asked yourself that question? Do you know? Do you know what your purpose is yet? What are the things that you fear the most? I bet it has something to do with that. Guys, I could have a whole episode on fear and failure. Like, probably 12. Okay, maybe not, because I don't even think I could ramble that long. But the life that you desire, the life that you deserve, The life that you were destined to live is on the other side of fear. You've got to step into the ring. You've got to fight for you, for everything that you want to be in that arena, and for the person you want to be to walk out of it. Oh my goodness, guys, I rambled on. I don't even know if this was good, if it spoke life into you, but it's all I got for today. I hope that you find something to fight for. I hope that you already have something to fight for. And I hope that you know that you are worth every single fight that you will face. Every single one. You are worthy. You deserve it. You deserve what's on the other side of it. Okay. Stop talking, Melissa. I will see you guys next week. Have a good one.